Welcome to Destiny Moments with Angel Murchison. Today on the broadcast, I have Chris Poitras from Fort Fairfield, Maine. Thank you for joining me today, Chris. Well, thank you for inviting me on the show, Angel. Well, Chris, you're leading uh, a harvest gathering here in Fort Fairfield, and I want you to share with the listeners today how this came about. Well, it uh, it was quite a few years ago, Angel, and you know, when you have a kind of a vision or a dream, I think of Joseph, and it took uh, several years for him to get where he was to going, and now I understand why, because God has a process to get us to where we're going. And back in 2004, um, uh, I was just traveling in our little town, and there was this empty building, and I felt very strongly to drive over, and I get out and just looked in the window, and... Um, on the, the wall was two big signs. One says perseverance and another said risk. And I thought that that was quite unusual, but yet I knew something was happening and God was saying something to me through this. And so I just, like Mary, pondered it in my heart and I shared it with a few friends that I felt God wanted to do something in Fort Fairfield. And at the time I thought it was that building, it was empty. So we began to pray, and uh, the owner of that building one day, I, walked, I was up there again just, just praying, and, and he stopped by, and I, I told him that, you know, I was interested in it, and, and I felt it was going to be something that would be a great thing for, you know, the area. Um, but I knew at the time he wasn't about to give us a building, and I didn't have the money for it, and maybe at that time I didn't have enough faith to to believe for that. But anyway, uh, we prayed around the building with friends, and, and prophetically it was spoken into. And the the vision or the dream, no, it wasn't a dream, but the, the leading of the Lord, it just, we put it on hold for that time. And... Uh, of course, I was involved with uh, the Aglow Ministry for over 30 years, and, and that kept me very busy, and it was part of, of leading and, and helping women to grow into their potentials. And uh, the day came when I felt I had finished that chapter, and I one day was just going through some of my papers, and I had written this, this vision down, this word I felt was from the Lord, and there it was in front of me, and I picked it up and started reading it, and it was like it's it is time this it is time now for this to happen well in the meantime the building had been sold to a family dollar but um we have a vfw in town which is quite close to the building and i thought well that's a starting point and so in october we had our first uh meeting and we called it the harvest gathering uh, it was exciting, and you know, when God tells you something, he, he makes provision. And uh, there was women that, that came alongside of me and said, I, I want to be part of this. I, I want to, I'll do whatever to help. And it's amazing how easily it came together. And there's women that, that we have a, a nice lunch that, can, that do that part of it. We have prayer intercessors. Um, uh, and those that just are have helping hands, so uh, it was exciting. And uh, and in that first gathering, we had uh, women from I think it was 13 different denominations, and uh, there was just an excitement in the presence of the Lord was there. So that's the beginning, um, Angel. 
Well, praise God, we know that when the presence of God is there, anything can happen. Yes, and that's what we want. You know, we want to give room for the Holy Spirit. It's, it's, he so wants to move, and he so wants to use the giftings he's given us. And I, I think this is part of this for women, too, because that's how I grew uh, in the ministry before that I was in. And uh, that is, I believe, a gifting God has given me uh, to help women to grow in their giftings, in their potential. And, and it takes a team. And this is how you, even the fivefold ministry is used because of the different uh, callings that, that people have. And, and right now, it is geared to women. I don't know what the role, what's going to unfold, but God does. But uh, the women are, are excited and we've been having it almost like every two months right at this time and and it's been wonderful tell me about um you, you said it's geared to women do you have testimonies there do you have what happens at these gatherings um we i didn't want it to be another church service we mm -hmm. love our churches and we all are part of our church and it has nothing to do with coming out of the church it, in fact it always to me has is even a glow has added to the church. The women that I served with for years in a glow, every one of them are leaders of a sort in the church. So there's, there's, you know, this is not a competition. This is not to pull away, and um, uh, they. Um, I'm sorry. Would you? What happens at the meetings? What happens? What kind of well, when we get together, we um, we have some music. We don't have a praise and worship team. Like I said, I didn't want it to, to be another co a copy of a church service. I wanted it to be as the Holy Spirit was leading us. And usually in the morning service so far, I have been speaking. And I have been sharing on women uh, of the Word. And it's so exciting because, you know, we the Debras and the Esters, and, and we know that and we hear a lot about it. But I wanted to share about other women that weren't maybe in the forefront, but yet were... were uh, very much a part of the plan of God and I think the first time we shared about Leah uh, and Rachel and Leah was the unloved one and and yet she had a major part in God's plan because she birthed uh, ten of the tribes of Israel and uh, so uh, uh, the morning is is usually a sharing and then we we stop for lunch and in the afternoon, we have we do we have testimonies. Uh, our last meeting, a friend of mine has a real burden for uh, the problems we have with addiction in our our families and in in our world. And she got up and shared about Teen Challenge and a young man that we know that has uh, gone to Teen Challenge and is doing wonderful. And and so we like to we uh, one time we. We stood together, you in fact, Angel, were down at our capital for a round the capital prayer for abortion. And we know that is a huge issue today and there's women that need to be healed from that. And we're not afraid to, to talk about those things and, and share them and, and uh, you know, bring healing to those that need healing and yet also bring attention to our area and to our nation to be part of standing uh, against the the uh, really I see it as, as wickedness what's going on with abortion and uh, 
to join our hearts and our faith together. We, we pray for those things. If there's something that the Lord would ask us to do, we're going to be willing to do that. And, uh, and sometimes we, then we usually have uh, prayer for the issues that are on our heart for that meeting. And then for one another, we minister to one another and, and uh, have seen some healings just from the meetings we had. And, and so we're, we're just about the Father's business. That's what it's all about. You know, I believe it's Psalm 133 that talks about unity. Where yes. there's unity, God commands a blessing. He does. So when you bring 13 different denominations together, I would say um, anything could happen. <laughs> yes, and I believe it, it, it will, and it has. <laughs> yes. Um, and exactly what you, what you said. You know, God doesn't care uh, what denomination. He's about... The blessing he wants to bless us he died for us while we were yet sinners that is so hard for the human mind to comprehend that while we were deep in our mess yeah. that jesus christ paid the price that we could have life and life more abundantly like john 10 10 says yes and i know and you know um that you need a safe place in order to go and share and you need safe people yes so would you say that this is what god is 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 doing there yes it, it is a place where women can come and i think as, as time goes on they're going to see it is a safe place and also a place of hope angel um like you just said jesus came he died he rose from the dead and he brought hope to the world again because there was no hope without jesus and he's the only way. He, he is the only truth. And he is the door. And uh, to see women come alive again that, that have been, you know, um, could be abused. It could be just feeling like Leah unloved. Uh, and last time I spoke about Rahab. Who would have ever thought a prostitute could have a major place in the genealogy of Jesus? And that brings hope to people that have made mistakes and have had failures and, and, and may still have some. But together, we, we link our faith together and we encourage one another. And the Word says, as you see the day approaching, gather together and encourage one another in the faith. And, and God is so pleased with faith. When we, we put our faith together, it might be a little faith, it might be big faith, but... Uh, he says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. And he said, when I come back, will I find faith on the earth? So faith is a major thing with, with God. And I believe that we are women of faith. And we want to do something. We want to, to be part of what God is doing on this earth. Um, I, I remember somebody saying, even the younger generations, they don't just want to be spectators. They want to be participators. And we have had several younger women come to be with us and and willing to help and take part so that that's a blessing to me we've got to somehow pull the other generation in and 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 see them grow like we had to even if it's stumbling along at times we're moving forward and i believe it, it's a time to march forward and and to be a voice to be a voice for the the, the gospel of jesus christ and the good news and, and not to be afraid to look at the issues and to confront them however God gives us, in being a strategy in prayer, uh, uh, however to be uh, 
uh, be part of something that is going on, and and uh, we see the sex trafficking is becoming just uh, again a, a huge issue, and and I know some friends that are getting involved in that in Southern Maine. So uh, we're an army. God's got an army. This army that we're seeing raised up today with women. Uh, we're seeing it on TV with even Congress women and, and people that are voicing things that are so contrary to what we believe in and what we our nation was built upon. We, we've got to raise up another voice to counteract that, and we want to be part of that. Amen. Amen. Well, it sounds like this high-risk gathering is, is quite an opportunity for a woman to come and to find hope, healing, deliverance, to find fellowship, to find a closer walk with Jesus Christ. Yes. Um, we know, Chris, that prayer is the key. Mm -hmm. We know that um, prayer is the foundation of everything that we do. And you're a woman of prayer, a woman of vision and perseverance. And so uh, what would you say to the woman that maybe has gone all her life and never felt that she was a woman of prayer, or that she that her prayers weren't heard, or uh, maybe that she's not good enough, or um, what would you say to that woman today? I would say you're probably listening to the wrong voices in your own heart because God knows the heart. And, and I, I love it about David when they went to pick for the king. And, you know, uh, he looked at the outward, and God says he looks at the heart. And you may not pray an hour a day. You may not, you know, feel your words are adequate compared to somebody else, which we should never do. We should never compare ourselves to somebody else. But that's why I, I feel as we gather together, we're going to we're going to build faith and hope that you're just who God wants you to be. He created you so. He said you're fearfully and wonderfully made, and He made everything about you. He created, and that sometimes women do need somebody to speak into them and say, "Listen, you are enough. You are valuable. You are a treasure. In fact, you're a jewel in 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 God's crown." and uh, some women have never heard anything like that angel from maybe from a little girl with her family and married and maybe expected it from her husband and he hasn't he hasn't poor, put that into her how special and valuable she is even to him and we we need as women there's something in us that needs affirmation we we need to know that that we are uh, we are loved and that we we are uh, approved of and and we do have value so um, it's not just about self-esteem it's it's how God God wants us to receive and when we when we know that in ourselves, and sometimes it's just a knowing from God himself which is the best affirmation you'll ever get That's that right. you are mine I call you beloved and we speak that into the women that that Jesus calls you. He, you're, in fact, you're his bride, and he loves you with an everlasting love. And that can change a woman's world. It can. It changed mine. It truly did. Chris, you have quite a testimony. And we know that when people share their story, everyone has a story. Everyone. And when, they, when you share your story with someone else, it makes you very real. It, it makes you vulnerable, but it, it makes you very real. Yes. Would you share a little bit of your story today? Well, uh, 
as a young girl, um, I I was I feel I was very insecure, very fearful, and I I believe I missed out on a lot of opportunities during my teen years. I would I I didn't dare to to try out for anything at school, cheerleaders or anything like that because a fear, whether it was of rejection or fear of failure, I'm not sure, Angel, but um, uh, I, I married as a, a young girl. My husband and I were high school sweethearts, and, and we went to church. We did, you know, all the right things in, 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 you know, in the world's eyes, but something was missing in me. I know there was a hole in my heart somewhere, and I couldn't, I, I couldn't fill it, and, and, uh, my husband and my children, as, as precious and treasures they are to me, they could not feel that. And um, when I was 29 years old, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, I heard about Jesus. I'm sure I'd heard about him in church services, but <clears throat> not in the way that grabbed me, that drew me. And uh, I accepted Jesus in my heart. And it was the most wonderful thing that ever happened to me. And in the process of coming to know Jesus, I became aware of his love for me. And I don't know where it happened, but fear just, just we always deal with fear in, in ways, but this fear that was keeping me in bondage, it, it dropped off. And uh, I began to step out and um, that's when uh, eventually the Glow Ministry opened for me, and I had never been a leader. I'd never been president or any of anything. And uh, the Lord said, "You, you know, there was going to be a Glow Ministry in this area where we live, and there was women that were very capable, and very gifted. But the Lord spoke to my heart, and He said, "You're going to be the president of this ministry in this area." And so I, by faith, stepped into that, and it was like. Uh, I was a brand new person. He said, you know, you become a new creation. And that actually happened. And from there, um, things just started. Of course, we all have our, our, our you know, our struggles in life, our, our bumps in the road. But with God and His Word, His Word became truly a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path and, and became a living, a living Word that brought life and, and deliverance and healing and... Uh, and when I made that decision, I made it 100%, and I've never turned back. And that's why even today, whatever God asked, I want to be obedient and not, you know, make excuses, not, uh, you know, uh, take and let it just drag on, but to immediately, when God speaks and you know it's Him and He says, now that you may win it with a little trepidation, but step into it with faith and say, God, this is yours, and I'll do my part. And when we do our part, he will do his. And I've seen that in, in just what we've been doing with even the financial end of it. Uh, women have stepped up to the plate and said, I'm, I'm going to give towards this. I, I want to be part of it, and that's the part they play. And so to see that is such a blessing because you know that, that God is going to honor that for them. And how long God's going to do this, how you know, God has spoken to this area about healing centers, whether this is going to be a place where women can come and be healed. If that's what it's all about, then we say yes and amen to that. So it's exciting to follow the Lord. Uh, 
angel, there is sacrifice in it, there is risk in it, there is perseverance in it. But when we read the stories in the Word of God and how people persevered and the risks some of them had to take and how God used them, and it didn't always look like it, even like Joseph thrown in jail, thrown in a pit, but he ended up in the palace because he persevered and he knew he'd had a dream from God. And, and that's probably one of, the, one of the most exciting stories in the Word of God to bring hope. Amen. Amen. So, Chris, this harvest gathering in Fort Fairfield, Maine, we hope explodes and goes all over the globe that um, these harvest gatherings appear in all places in, in Maine. Amen. And New Hampshire and New Mexico. And yes. Israel. Yeah. And Absolutely. Everywhere. Yes. Um, so when is the next meeting here in Maine? To our next meeting, it's always on a Saturday. It's going to be April 6th. Uh, it starts at 9.30. That's kind of a little fellowship time to register. There's no, no cost to this. Uh, the women come and, and, and register. Uh, we, um, and it goes till 3 o'clock. And if a woman can't come in the morning, but could come in the afternoon or vice versa, she's welcome to do that. And we do like to, to uh, have a response if we can because of preparing for the lunch. And uh, anybody could call me, Chris, at 472-0481 or Donna at 227-6262 and just let us know they're coming and to bring a friend with you. And uh, if you've never been to anything like this before, take that step of faith. I think you will find that you have a wonderful day. It'll be a day that... You will remember, and it may bring change to your life, changes that you've been praying about, and uh, we're going to be there for you. Amen. Amen. Well, on that note, Chris, I'd like to uh, ask you to pray for this harvest gathering, that it would um, ignite a fire. Yes. Um, that from this broadcast that we would hear of other harvest gatherings, other uh, fires igniting throughout this globe and for this particular April 6th I want to join my faith with yours yes. for this harvest gathering that it would be beyond what any man could put together amen Amen. <laughs> yes angel well father we thank you today that we are part of your army we are part of your family and we are so grateful for that and we just say today yes Lord whatever you're asking whatever you're doing we want to be right in the middle of it so we thank you, as the angel uh, said, that there will be a fire ignited, that the Spirit of God, on the day of Pentecost, uh, Jesus said to wait in the upper room, that you would be baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire. And we're not afraid of the Holy Ghost. We, we welcome the Holy Spirit into our meetings to, to move as he wants to. Your word says to grieve not the Holy Spirit or quench not the Spirit. And we want to give the Spirit a place to come and, and, and to move through his word and his giftings. And, and so we thank you that you've given us the opportunity to do that. And as Angel said, that this will spark other areas to say, we can do this. We want to gather women together. We want, we want to be part of what you're doing. So we thank you for this meeting coming up, for the women that are coming, 
and we're praying that you'll bring in the younger generation as well and that we can pour into them and that they can then come become a voice and and experience the power of a living God so we just thank you for our nation today we thank you for our state and we are praying and believing for our state that there will be a mighty outpouring in our areas in our regions and that God you're raising up women for this hour to be part of this mighty army of God and we thank you for it in the name of Jesus amen and amen well thank you Chris and thank you listeners for joining me today tune in again next week for another broadcast of destiny moments